Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, world. Welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. Got to tell you something. I just spent the last hour watching the Democratic debate. And I have to share something with you. Each one of them came to play. It's like a college basketball, football game. When one team's real hot, wasn't expected, and they played terrific over their heads probably. But every one of them is there tonight, ready to play, and are playing. And I'm going to say something else. They all look good. And with the exception of maybe two, uh... That I, they were good, but I, I think somebody else or with different background is needed. The rest of them could take Donald Trump on in a debate, and I'm going to tell you something, cut his testicles off. Excuse the way I put it, but they were that good tonight. They all went for the juggler against each other. They're all, their thought process was excellent. Their points are excellent, and they didn't take anything from each other. That's the story there. It's terrific. I'm impressed because they haven't been good. The Democrats have sucked up till tonight in their debates. Okay, uh, we've got, we got quite a bit to cover tonight. It's, we are in very serious times. I don't have to tell you that. They seem to get more serious every week. And our problems seem to change every week uh, as to seriousness. I can only cover a few tonight because there's too many. Uh, I, I wrote my blog this morning. I had three major things I wanted to talk about, but I stopped after two because if I went on to the third, I, it, it, no one would have finished reading my blog. It would have taken them a half hour. Just can't do it. But we're going to do the best we can tonight. Stay with me. We're going to go to South Carolina, which I've already been there to tell you about the debate. Uh, India, South Carolina, sanctuary cities, uh China, Italy, Rome, and Hong Kong. All right, I want to start with India. As you know, President Trump and Melania and Jared and the president's daughter are in India. It's a state meeting. Trump is there for a two-day, 48-hour state uh, meeting with uh, India, the president of India. And uh, they look good on television, these people on the Internet. I mean, in front of the Taj Mahal yesterday, Melania, she's dressed beautifully in white with a green slash around her. The president even looked good, except he seems to be getting fatter. I think, however, anyone who goes and stands in front of the Taj Mahal has to look good. Putting that on the side, I want to open with Donald Trump tonight. Uh, This is going to be humorous. I think it's humorous. I may offend some of you as I express myself on this subject tonight, but I do think it's funny. Uh, Donald Trump's in India, and we all know what the president eats for lunch. He has a McDonald's hamburger, okay? In fact, he loves hamburgers, especially McDonald's hamburgers. Some nights he has a steak, 
still beef. He likes beef. Nothing wrong with that. I like a good steak. Uh, he can't get this in India. He can't get this stuff in India because India don't serve beef. They don't kill cows. Uh, the Hindus make up a significant portion of Indian society, the Hindus. And they revere the cow. They hold the cow sacred. There are many McDonald's in India. However, they all serve vegetarian hamburgers. None of them serve meat hamburgers. And you can understand why. Uh, so I don't know how Donald's satisfying his need to, to feed himself, uh, but he ain't getting beef in India. Now, this is the part where some of you may be offended. I apologize, but I do think it's funny. And it's, it's true, too. And probably the truth makes it funny. Trump eats steaks. They say he tried to get a steak in a night. But he has to have, with his steak, ketchup. And when he's out, he has, people have to be sure to have those little bottles of ketchup next to a steak. Now, I think that's funny. Uh, some people in this country do put ketchup on their steak. Very few, but some do. I'll acknowledge that. But I, I, I can understand why Trump was never accepted in New York society. And the reason he was, for one of the reasons had to be that he was never accepted in New York society, because he put ketchup on his steak. Who the hell puts ketchup on their steak? And I think that's humorous. I think that's funny. And that shows you that something's wrong with Donald Trump. Mm. I want to talk about Bernie Sanders. Uh, made a great run in Nevada. Got to give the guy credit. I mean, he, his victory was stunning. Uh, could be the Democratic candidate. However, I'll tell you tonight, if you watch the first hours I did of the Democratic debate, everybody was on him. They were cutting him away slice by slice. Uh I, and everybody's cutting each other up, so it's not just Bernie. But Bernie's getting hit because he's leading, and that's the way the game is played. Uh, I don't think Sanders is right for the country. Uh, and it's because he's a socialist. Uh, no country has ever survived that is a socialist nation. Or you can say, well, Denmark does it. But you've got to understand, in Denmark, people pay 75% of their income for taxes. Never go over in this country. Never. Uh, but, you, you know, look at Venezuela. Look at Cuba. Look at communist Russia. Pure socialism. They didn't make it. Uh, they just don't make it. Because you just can't suck out everything out of people to give away to somebody else. A capitalistic society is better. A man becomes worth based on what he puts into something. But yet we take care of those who don't have enough because most of the people try to provide not only for themselves, but everyone. But everyone has an opportunity to make a buck and not have to share it all with someone. So, and I think Sanders' programs are wild. This country can't afford it. I'd like Medicare for all. I believe it should be a right. I don't know how the hell you do it. I think we were lucky to get Obamacare, uh, probably the greatest thing that President Obama accomplished. Let's build on it. Social Security sucked in 1933 when Roosevelt got it passed. But we had built on Social Security and made it better. We should build on Obamacare and make it better. Sanders, in my opinion, is not the man. This country, Trump will kill him. 
they'll argue good against each other. I got to tell you, even Bernie Sanders was good tonight. Uh, they'll kill each other, Trump and Sanders, in a, in a debate. But his philosophy will kill him in the end. I don't think he can win. Now, who who do I like? Uh, you know, I, I'm zeroing in on two people, and uh, I'm zeroing in on Joe Biden. He's been there. He's done it. He's tried and true. He's mature. He does know everyone all over the world. He does understand how Congress works. We don't want an extremist. Trump has taken us to the far right. We don't want to go to the far left. We want to go in the middle again. We are a moderate company, a country rather, a moderate country. Uh, We don't want to go to the extreme and Trump proves we should not go to the extreme. So I like Joe Biden. I also like Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete is fantastic tonight. The first hour of the debate, Trump-Biden was good also, don't get me wrong. But this guy, he's got a mind on him, 37 years old. I think he's brilliant. He comes out and he says the right things all the time. Are they right because I agree with them? Yes, I agree with everything he says. And I agree with the way he says it. He has this talent, uh, a manner of expressing himself. He's so sincere. And he's right to the point. So that's the story there. Bernie ain't my man. Uh, Going to be curious how the numbers show up tomorrow in the polls. Now I'm going to move on to... Something you people may not be aware of, something you may suspect, however, uh, and it needs to be talked about. I've talked about it for the last two years quite a bit, but people don't seem to get into this. I want to talk about Trump's shock troops. You heard me, shock troops, military people. Uh, Let me start this way. I've been saying consistently, uh, probably for three years, but quite a bit in the last two years, that ICE was Trump's was preparing them to be his private police force and they were going to be his Gestapo beware America ice is the Gestapo in the making turns out well Trump's been screwing around with that border wall and getting all this money he not only was trying to build the border and build detention centers and all this stuff he was developing a border patrol a special group of the border a border, border patrol. And this group is equal to or worse than ICE. They work in tandem with each other. And if there ever is going to be a Gestapo group in this country loyal only to the president, it's going to be the border patrol in tandem with ICE or without ICE. So here's the story. Trump's proposed uh, 2021 federal budget includes billions of dollars to expand his system of detention centers, build more of his wall, and deploy more ICE, Border Patrol, and other paramilitary forces, okay? The Border Patrol are considered the elites, the elites in the federal system. Now, they consider themselves the elites, and Trump considers themselves the elites. Uh, at the last, just last week, just last week, the Trump administration announced that the Border Patrol was going to be sent to the sanctuary cities like New York, Chicago, Los Angeles to assist the ICE agents, okay, in arresting illegal immigrants and getting them out of our country. Well, and Trump said, don't worry, don't worry. They're only going to stand in the street. 
in order to intimidate. That was his idea, his suggestion. And they would back up ICE by intimidating the people. Now, you have to understand how these people look, this Border Patrol. ICE is bad enough in their green, dark green uniforms. These guys are in brown war fatigues. They got these big helmets, that black face mask. They carry guns. I don't, I don't know guns, but I've never seen these kind of guns. They're huge. And they also have trucks or tanks or something like that that they come on the street with. Can you imagine on the streets of New York City, we're going to have these people? We're going to have a civil war in New York City. It's not going to be the people in the houses. It's going to be the New York City Police Department, the state police, okay, from the governor's office. New York isn't going to tolerate that shit. No other state will, I believe, okay? I don't know where the hell the president gets these ideas, but this is what's coming. It has been announced, okay? All right. Now, the next step that is coming in Trump's campaign of violence, threats, intimidation, harassment, brutality against non-whites, migrants, and immigrants, and refugees involves this Border Patrol and ICE. Okay? Now, they think a certain way. You have to, you're going to be shocked with what I'm going to share with you. The Border Patrol and ICE have their own mental thinking as to who they are and what they can do. Let me share it with you. They do not believe they are a civilian law enforcement agency. They do not believe they are a civilian law enforcement agency. They believe they are kin to the Marine Corps. Yeah, these guys think they're kin to the Marine Corps. They do not believe they are accountable to Congress. Which is why when some of them had to appear two months ago before a congressional committee, they lied. It was established afterwards they lied. They lied under oath. But because they don't believe they're accountable to Congress, they can lie to Congress. Makes sense. All right. They believe they are only accountable to, follow this, they are only accountable to the president. And even only if that president is like Donald Trump. I mean, if the president isn't like Donald Trump, then they don't believe they owe him any allegiance. And now they are a totally separatory, separate military body sitting out there, free to do whatever they want, anytime they want. This ain't healthy for our country. Now, they do not believe, also, that they are answerable to local police, FBI or CIA, or any other law enforcement agency. They claim, they claim, they claim to be the premier law enforcement agency superior to all others. They, they say, they talk, and they publicly talk. They say they will become a national police force. Who needs a national police force? We know we have enough police forces. They will become, I'm laughing, but it's scary, a national police force to be used by a president to enforce laws even among and against United States citizens. You heard me. To be used by a president to enforce laws among and against United States citizens. And don't think Donald Trump would not do that. Uh, last year, Border and ICE, they were training together. They began training together. And here's how they're training. 
and it tells you what they got planned. They're training in facilities designed to stimulate the buildings they might encounter in American cities and towns. In other words, how to fight your way down Fifth Avenue or 196th Street in New York City. Uh, Would you believe that? They have been and are being trained in tactics, strategies, and weaponry used by special forces like the Green Beret and other commandos. Wow. Yesterday's evils long thought vanished, I thought, and I think you think. There are a lot of evils in history have been long thought vanished from civilized societies. They're reappearing, okay? Reappearing with alarming speed. Concentration camps, for example. I'm not going to pronounce this correctly, so I'm going to spell it also. The Uyghurs, U-I-G-H-U-R-S, in China. They are the largest mass detention since the Holocaust, the Uyghurs in China. To the migrant detention centers in the United States at Fort Sill, Alabama, Oklahoma, rather, to be exact. We've got them in the United States. And let me tell you about Fort Sill, because you're going to be hearing a lot about it in the very near future. It's an army post. Recall historically, it was at one time a reservation for dispossessed Native Americans. Then an internment camp for Japanese American citizens during World War II. It is presently being designed, redeveloped, and planned for use as a holding pen for migrants. I repeat, a holding plan for, plan, pen rather, for migrants. Can you imagine? They're going to treat these people like animals and put them in animal pens. That's just what it sounds like, and that's what will happen. My concluding thought on the issue, I believe a banality of evil is in the making. A banality of evil is in the making. It has a chilling effect. You can feel it. Some of my words had to give you a chilling effect. And all I can say, my friends, beware. Uh, Don't say it's not going to happen. Don't say Trump wouldn't do it. It can't happen in the United States. You're blind if you do not see it coming. Okay, now we're going to move on to another major issue, and it has to do with coronavirus that's going around the world. The big, uh, it's the the modern day black plague. It's the flu epidemic worldwide of 1918. Uh, we got a problem with coronavirus. It's, uh, it's hitting several countries. The numbers increase every day. More and more people are dying. We have no vaccine. We have no cure. We got nothing in the works yet, okay? Here's this, because it came, it started. Uh, here's what the health experts have to say, uh, and it includes what Donald Trump is or is not doing. And what I'm going to share with you is not commendable for Donald Trump. He's sitting on his ass and doing nothing. He's talking a good game, but he ain't playing the game at all. Let's begin. Uh, You recall alternative acts, alternative facts, alternative acts. It was right after uh, the inauguration, Trump's inauguration, that his consular, Kellyanne Conway, the blonde-haired woman, was on Meet the Press, 
And the issue came up. Sean Spicer had gone out and lied about the number of people watching the inauguration. He, he, he lied. It was more. He said it was more than actually occurred. Trump brought in more people than Obama. We all knew it wasn't that way. It didn't look that way. And when you compared the pictures, you knew it wasn't that way. And she said, that's okay, though. That isn't lying. That's using alternative facts. And that's what's happening here. Uh, they're falsehoods. Oh, but they've become acceptable under Trump. Look at Donald Trump. The New York Times has been keeping a record of how many times he's lied since he's been president. In excess of 16,000 times he's lied. I don't know anyone who's lied that much in their entire life. If he were a Catholic, he'd be on his knees in the confessional every Saturday for hours. Okay? Explaining away his lies. Uh, but they're falsehoods. And what Trump is saying can't stop the epidemic, the pandemic that is looming above us and is about to hit us even in the United States. Okay, now, yesterday, this, come, this involves the stock market too. The stock market dropped a thousand, dropped a thousand points. Wowee! It was the third largest drop in 124 years. So it has to mean something. Normally, a day after a major drop, the stock market comes back. Uh, people trade and buy because they can get things cheap and so forth. Didn't come back today. Started off, it came back for the first hour or so. It was 150 points in the plus. What happened? It closed over 900 points down. So in two days, in excess of 1,900 points, the stock market has dropped. Trump keeps telling you, look at the market. It reflects the economy. Uh, now, <laughs> why is this happening? The problem with coronavirus started in China. It's gotten out of hand. China can't seem to cope with it. Uh, it's just there, and it keeps spreading big time. Now it's in Italy. Italy's the first, uh, first European country that's had the problem with any significance. I think they only had six or seven cases, and the next day they were up in three or four times that number. So it's spreading widely now in Italy. Iran's getting buried with these cases. Uh, we, we, Trump says, oh, don't worry, we don't have that many, by the way. Uh, we, uh, I think we had 11 when he said that. Uh, as of yesterday, there were 48 cases in the United States. i got to be frank, though. Uh, 36 of them were people who were returned to the United States off of the Diamond Prince cruise ship. Okay, but they're here. Uh, it hasn't hit on the, to spread yet here, but it's coming, the medical experts say. There was a meeting, uh, there was a hearing on Wednesday before a congressional committee, a Senate committee, on the problem of coronavirus. What the hell are we doing? What's it about and what are we doing? And the medical experts from all over the country attended. They testified. And they all said, this is a big-time problem, okay? Uh, and uh, i got to tell you first who wasn't there. No one from the Trump administration attended. They refused to testify. They did afterwards behind closed doors, but they would not testify publicly. I think with something so dangerous, the people of this country have a right to know what's happening, but they won't let us, okay? They're afraid of public opinion in this case. Now, Donald says... Don't worry, he says. I talked to the press president's side of China. 
He says he's got the thing under control. When the warm weather comes in April, the heat will kill the germ. He's relying on a guy whose country's getting buried with this virus to tell him it's going to go away. And he tells us, don't worry. My friend told me, just like his friend Putin, his friend, the guy from North Korea, <laughs> don't worry. When the heat comes, it's going to go away. The medical people say, no way, Jose, okay? Uh, and we got those kind of systems going on. Don't forget, Donald had also said a couple of nights ago at a rally, we, with regard to the virus, we're in great shape in our country, quote, unquote. We Things are getting better. Believe me, okay. Don't believe him. This is the expert on everything, okay? He's an expert on climate change. He's an expert on windmill cancer. He doesn't believe the experts because he is the experts. The experts are telling us it's not a question of whether the virus is going to come here. It's a question of when, and they believe it will be soon. So now, it beca- the issue becomes, are we ready? Okay, are we ready? Well, the head of the CDC said that we're not ready, and we won't be ready for at least a year. Number one, we don't have a vaccine. If we can come up with a vaccine to test, it's going to take us at least two months. Right? At least two months. And then it'll take us a year to refine it if everything works right. So we've got a whole year without any protection, okay? He said... What we should be doing right now is worrying about how to contain this disease so it doesn't spread until we have a vaccine. Nothing is being done by the federal government to work containment, okay? Nothing is being done to work containment. Uh, In fact, in fact, uh, let me see. I've got some notes here. Let's see if I can find one I want to share with you because this is shocking what I'm going to share. I better find it. Oh. Money is everything. You need money to fight this stuff, okay? And Trump is talking positive. Don't worry. I've got a handle on the thing. Well, let me tell you what's happened in the past two months. He has proposed, Trump has proposed cutting U.S. funding uh, for the World Health Organization in half. Okay? That means it, okay? He, uh, he has cut by 16% CDC funding. They're the ones that are going to run the show on this virus in this country. He has cut uh, funding for the National Institute of Health by 8%. And guess what? Every time he talks about this thing, he, he reminds us, and I'm being repetitive. My friend, President Zai, tells me not to worry. All right, just like Putin tells him not to worry. Uh, they, they haven't hacked our elections or, you know, uh, screwed up our election process in 2016 and are ready to do it again in 2020. Uh, North Korea's got the problem. Uh, the, his dear friend, the president, doesn't talk about it. Uh, but he does say they're fighting the virus with Bird Dock Roots, B-U-R-D-O-C-K. I didn't have time to check it out. I don't know what the hell it is. But they're fighting it with Bird Dock Rocks, and he told Trump he should try it himself for our country. Okay, my friends. We're getting a wake-up call. I don't think we are hearing it. Uh, We're vulnerable We're not going to have drugs. And another problem on drugs. Do you know that most of the drugs we prepare in this country for sale, you know where the raw materials for those drugs come from? China. (laughs) 
I, I'm laughing. I shouldn't. This is terrible. They come from China. China has got the worst uh, virus problem going. That's where we get the raw products from to make our drugs, our, our, our antivirus drugs, even for coronavirus. This has been talked about. Uh, there's wake-up calls all over the place. Trump isn't hearing them. He re- when he does, he refuses to accept them. He is not moving his ass. We, hey, he has to move his ass. This country has to move our asses. Or a lot of people are going to die here a year from now, and it won't be funny. Uh, let me give you, I'm running out of time here. Uh, let me just see here what I can share with you very quickly. Uh, okay. Uh, very quickly here, more people are enslaved. Okay, than ever before in human history. And this includes in the United States, the slave trade. Forty million people, one in four are children, very profitable. Slavery, human slavery is $150 billion a year annually. The United States were involved in it, especially with young women. The average age is 13, as young as nine. Most of them, and this is the sad thing, come through government welfare agents. You know, these kids who don't, parents can't take care of them, send them to some family. The family then sells them, and nothing happens to people in the human uh, sex trade. And these kids are used for sex. This is a big business. It's now the biggest business that organized crime has in this country. You know, it's ahead of drugs. It's ahead of everything. Human sex trade with these young ladies. Horrible. Anyhow, my time's run out. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the show. We've been all over the place on some extremely important issues. If I was a little rough in the way I talked tonight or a little excited, I think these are excitable issues. These are important issues, and we've got to face up to them and deal with them now, not when it's too late. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to being with you again next week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.